Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 18 verse 1 to verse 10. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. Okay. Verse 2. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing in front of him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the earth. And he went and bowed himself to the earth and said, O Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree while I bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh yourself and after that you may pass on since you have come to your servant. So they said, do as you have said. And Abraham went quickly into the tent to Sarah and said, quick. Three shares of fine flour, knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf tender and good and gave it to a young man who prepared it quickly. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he, he had prepared and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree while they ate. He was smiling away. No, that's King Shaju version. Sorry, it is. They said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, she's in the tent. The Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. But this is the principle that I want you to look at our father Abraham. Abraham is known as the father of nations, Right? So we look into the father Abraham and you will notice something. God was already pleased with him. God was coming to already bless him. He knew that God was coming with some good news. There was something that God was already in motion for Abraham and Sarah. And that is why God was coming down to him. Abraham already knows that. And here is Abraham, before God could open his mouth, he's like, wait, 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 wait. Before you say anything, before you bless me, because I've been waiting for you, because I left the God of my fathers, I left the gods of my house, my family, I have been, I have been waiting for this day, and my day has come, I know my blessing is here, but before you can bless me, hold on. That's exactly what's happening. And says, I, if, if you have been pleased with me, allow me to serve you. My God. If you have been, if I have found favor in your sight, allow me to sow into what I'm about to receive. Because Abraham knew the principle that starts right from Genesis. What you sow is what you reap. 
He said, yes, I am honored to receive this blessing, but this blessing needs a seed. Before you can bless me, hold on. Let me sow into this blessing. And he goes out of the way. And that's, that's the beautiful story that we just, we just read. He goes out of the way to invest into what he's about to hear. And he, you can see how, how descriptive his menu is. He's, he's telling his wife to cook something. He's telling his servant to cook something. And he watches them enjoy that. Enjoy that. Because he refused to receive from God what he has not invested into. Okay. Now this is something that I want us to understand. We like free gifts. But if, you can, if there is a lesson we can learn, learn from Abraham. is he's saying, I need to pay a price even though there was no price to my blessing. Even though there was no cost to my blessing. I was receiving this by grace. But I do not take God's blessings for granted. But if you look at our father Abraham, he would say, listen, I don't, I know this was, I've already found favor. I already found grace, but there is a power in sowing into God because Abraham knows something. God is not a debtor to any human being. So I can only imagine if us today in the New Testament, if we can understand that the God of the Old Testament was also the God of the New Testament and that he didn't change his mind and these principles were followed before Moses, that means before the law came, Abraham practiced these principles. That means that law has come and gone but the principles still exist. So I'm going to show you a verse in the New Testament, Second Corinthians chapter 9. And verse 10. All right. It says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing <laughs> and increase the harvest of your righteousness. How many of you are understanding what I'm saying? So God, from time to time, he's saying, I want to do things on your behalf, what no eyes have seen, what no ears have heard. But your breakthrough is in your own hands. Because I put it there. I placed it there. Now God is saying, I want to move on your behalf, but I cannot because I cannot move until I see faith. And that is why the Bible says, without faith... It is impossible to please God. There must be something from our end that we need to act upon for God to say, okay, now I'm going to act because of your faith. So many times when we get upset that your pastor prayed and nothing happened, go back to this video and listen to it from the beginning. Because your breakthrough is not in your pastor's hand. Your breakthrough is not in the visiting guest's hand. Your breakthrough is not in the special pastor from America's hand. Your breakthrough is in your hand. Because the God who wants to give you a harvest has put a seed in your hand. And he's saying, I want to see you walk by faith. And nobody sowed like the way Abraham sowed. 
if you look god is always waiting for that one individual that will rise up and do if you look at abraham he what did he do he was willing to sow his only son sounds like a crazy father and that is why abraham became the father of many nations because he sowed like nobody else god is looking how much you're willing to sow i'm not just talking about finances i'm talking about your time i'm talking about your energy i'm talking about sowing yourself the only other person that that sowed the son in the scriptures if you look is is the father in heaven he sowed jesus and you know we are still the sons are multiplying on earth because whatever you give in the hands of god must multiply hallelujah how do we receive the nearness of god how do we receive the nearness of god it is not by impartation how do we receive the nearness of the presence of god it's by what you sow how much time you sow into the presence of god is how much glory you will reap over your life Amen. so here we are a generation we look for for impartation we are looking for somebody to just freely give what they've spent years and decades trying to receive from god and we just hoping that by by stealing their handkerchief we can be as anointed as them God is asking are you willing to sow yourself and you're going to reap the nearness of God when people meet you they will meet God when people shake hands with you they will shake hands with Jesus when your shadow falls God is looking for crazy people crazy radical givers that are saying God you take my time you take my money you take my energy the only thing that I can see is the king and the king of kings and when you are so consumed by that he will begin to manifest in your life